Welcome to Doug's Open Mic, a podcast spotlighting local musicians, bands, and songwriters. Greetings, everyone. This is Doug's Open Mic. This is episode number one. So be aware there might be a couple rough edges here and there. Um, With me today, I have my technical guy, Ben Barber, who has been told that he is more than welcome to add comments and questions to our main guest, which is Gene Paris. Um, Gene's a longtime Westerly musician. Actually, let me back up a little bit and tell you what the show show is going to be since this is episode number one. This is episode number one, and it's going to be called Doug's Open Mic. And what we're going to be concentrating on is basically acoustical music in the southeastern Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island area. Um, We're going to be talking to local musicians, uh, songwriters. We're going to have some technical shows on guitars and stringing and open tunings. We're going to talk about... Um, different types of mics and amplifiers. Um, we're going to talk some of the historical musical stuff in Westerly, which has got all sorts of stuff, most notably the Knickerbocker. We will go down that um, road. Also, we're going to be talking a lot about, for lack of a better term, making the sausage. You know, basically, you know, what goes on in the music scene that, you know, if you were just going out to a club or a show or a bar and watching musicians, kind of what went into making that show? It's not quite as easy as you might think. Um, lastly, I'm, I'm planning on a couple of shows basically talking about people that, I'm going to call it couch to stage. Well, I'll probably change it, but for now I'm going to call it couch to stage. For those people who, you know, they've been playing guitar on their couch and everything like that, and they want to kind of start making the next steps. So basically, what the steps would be to, you know, go from the couch to the stage. I mean, there's a few, but I would encourage anybody, if they want to do it, to do it. It's, you know, there's just baby steps. If you just take one at a time, and you'd be surprised. Listen, if I can do it, anybody can do it. So, without further ado, um, we'll, we'll introduce Gene. Hi, Hello. Gene. How are you? I'm doing good. I have known Gene, how long do you think? 15 years? Back in the original, when, when, when was the original Perks and Corks? Yeah, I would say um, about 12 years. About 12 years. Yep. So, um, for those, again, I got to remember that. I'm talking to a lot of people that aren't familiar with the Westerly area. So when I think of it, I will kind of fill that in. Perks and Corks is a, a bar that's been down in Westerly for, eh, like Gene said, 12, 15 years. Um, it's always been a super good place for acoustical music. Um, they have music there six days a week now? Six nights a week. Yes. Six nights a week. Um they have an open mic there on Monday, which we're going to talk to Gene about at length further on. And it's just a really good place to go. Um, known for their martinis. They make a whole ton of martinis. And it's right on High Street, you know, right in the center of Wesley. 
Um, yeah, so I've known Gene for a long time. Met him at Perks. Um, and there we go. So Gene, if, I thought maybe you would do it historically. So you've been playing music a long time. Even when I met you, it was you've been playing a long time. When did you start? Um, I started uh, at 10 years old. I was in fourth grade. No um, kidding. My teacher was um, from Pawkatuck, Connecticut, um, Mr. Greeley. Um, big classic old home where they had the kitchen and extra living space in the basement, like a lot of Italian-American families in the area do. And my mother would drop me off, and I'd walk in there with my little guitar, which was left-handed, Left-handed. Uh, yep. Purchased at Shea's Office Supplies. Oh, no kidding. Charlie Shea was a musician. And at that time in Westerly, <clears throat> in the early 1960s, the only place to buy um, sheet music, a music stand, guitar strings was at Shea's Office no Supplies. Yeah. So that yeah. before Rossi's music? Um, I don't know if Rossi's music was around in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. I was thought they would right. be the number one guy yeah. people, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it was—it's a very uh, charming memory. Oh. You know, how I learned with him—it's a whole story in itself. So, and uh, the only mistake was he taught me left-handed from the beginning. Just this natural progress of you're left-handed, so we got to make your guitar left-handed, and yeah. we turned yeah. the strings around. In hindsight, um, any young person taking up an instrument—if you're left-handed or right-handed, left-handed. Just learn right-handed. It's much easier in the world of you know to get an instrument and pick up any guitar. There's no reason to have to learn left-handed. Yeah, really? See, yep. uh, none. Yeah. I well, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> well, because for those, uh, I'll, I'll just be blunt about it. I, I've had it's it. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no, because I had some problems with my. So I'm a right-handed guy. So my left-handed. So I play guitar, and so my left hand is my fretting hand, and I had a little accident a few years ago, mm-hmm. and my left hand is a little bit impaired these days. Right. So I had this great idea. He's like, you know what? I'm going to switch. I, you know, well, I, not, yeah, it would be tough for you now. Uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to switch. You know, I'll just, I'll, so I'll use my, yeah. my right hand as my fretting hand, yeah. and, and then my left hand, I can just, you know, just needs to hold a pick. Yeah. So, you know, that, that'll be better, but... I talk to somebody and go, ah, but your, but your all your rhythm is in your is in your right hand. So mm-hmm. you would have, you your your rhythm would never be as good, yeah. Because he goes like you're dancing and everything. Your 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 brain, your, all your rhythm is in your right side. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so so he so he said, don't do it. It was mm. not going to work. So yeah. So that's why I beg to differ. Maybe you know yeah. you know they can. Maybe you do have to, if you're left-handed, you have to go left-handed. I, yeah. I do remember, you know, the whole left-handed guitar thing. Yep. It, 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 again, Gene, over the years, was like, I, you know, whatever he buys a guitar, he has to, you know, pay extra money. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, there's not as well, many around. I'll tell you and, the biggest thing growing up that I, I miss that is just a simple little pleasure that... If you weren't left-handed, you could go to anybody's house or show up and a band person says, why don't you sit in and play a song with us? You could try other guitars. What's it like to play the Stratocaster, to play the Les Paul? When you're left-handed, especially back then, nobody had a left-handed guitar stocked on the wall. 
everything was special order. So you could never pick up a guitar anywhere. So I was actually forced to learn to play some things upside down, which I can do. I can play most of my no dominant chords yeah. backwards on a right-handed guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what type just kind of a, the sort of thing? Gene was playing with 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 Sarah Good down in Perks, and they and they saw me there and said, "Come on up and play a song." Wouldn't you know it? They were both left-handed. I couldn't play. Right. It was two left-handed <laughs> that guitars. That was unusual. There. Right? <laughs> it was like yeah. it was like. How how did that happen? Yeah, but so that's the opposite of yep. that. So 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 you started when you're ten. So you really did the whole thing as you grew up. You, you did. I I know this. The whole wedding band thing and the. Rock I was thing. in a general business band for about fifteen years. Yep. Yep. Um, very. It was well known locally, and we we really thrived. It was quite an experience. Yeah. Uh, what what is sorry? What yep. is a general business band? <clears throat> General business means um, you're not playing originals. You're covering music for entertainment. Um, different from a bar band in that the general business band plays the whole scope of things from wedding material to polkas to classic to a Frank Sinatra song to a rock and roll song so that you can entertain a wide audience, mostly you know parties and weddings and banquets and where at a nightclub the band is more focused usually on one style you know they're a blues band or a southern rock band general business means you cover you know a broader base you know for general entertainment yeah they interchange a lot wedding band general business band very similar beasts yeah yeah so so back in the day and a lot of people don't know this but uh so you were doing the band and working a a regular full-time job yes but since it's been a long time, it's back in the 70s and 80s, you could actually, if you were a musician, let's just say with a skill level of seven or eight, you, mm-hmm. you, didn't, have to be, you didn't have to be a nine or a 10. Right. You, know, if you, you could actually kind of make a living just playing music, you know? But, but these days, musicians haven't had a raise since about... No, 2005. there's reasons for that. Yeah. Um, music is affordable more than ever and accessible in such easy ways. And technologies can make music sound like full bands with looping yep. and, and, you know, uh, drum machines. And so it's, it's just um, it's a different era. It's a different time. Um, also, I, I don't think music is as core to the culture as a common culture as it was then where we all listened to the same three radio stations and that was it you know one out of new york one out of providence and on everybody listened to those radio stations and on those radio stations back in that era you went from a dion warwick song to a steppenwolf song from the beatles to possibly a frank sinatra song doing strangers in the night so you were exposed to a, a whole palette of American music that I don't think we get today. And the radio is a thing that's no longer there the way it used to be. It was very core to the culture, you know. So, so it doesn't have the same value, the live music, yeah. you know, to a large enough audience, I believe. Yeah. And again, as Gene said, you know, as, as time went on and, and, and basically the what the uh, people would pay for music stayed the same and the, you know, and the cost of living went up. 
again, that that kind of made bands smaller. You yeah. know, all of a sudden, you know, if you were only getting X amount of money and you had five guys, all of a sudden the money kept, you know, after a while you go, well, maybe we can get away with mm-hmm. four. Maybe we can yeah. get away with three, you yeah. know, and so. Most performing musicians, you, you have to look at it as a hobby um, yeah. with a little sight, with a little bit of income. Yeah. Unless um, there's a whole different thing. It breaks into two parts. You know, you have someone, you know, doing the covers like I might do. But um, a passionate original songwriter, there are some of those that are surviving just on their music. Yeah. You know? and God bless yeah. them. Not easy. Yeah. It's not no, it's easy. not. And they, they work and they tour hard and it's not an easy life. No. no. And, yep. And the, and the whole touring thing, everybody thinks that's kind of fun. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yep. And then there's a lot of people that, you know, switch and do both. So right. they'll they'll be the right. the singer songwriter and work on their original music right. and yep. or their original band and right. then, you know, everybody has a bunch of side projects. Yeah. Right. Well that's the best way and we'll we'll get into that in making the sausage, you know. <laughs> the uh if you're if you are an original guy, the way to kind of break into it is you is you get good at playing covers, and then you know you, when you're playing out, you you know you you sprinkle in a yeah. few originals, yeah. and then you know, and eventually if you get a, a good enough fan base, you know they they actually start thinking of those originals as you know they'll come back, and you just mm-hmm. start doing more and more of them, you know. Yeah. But it's a long road. Yeah, it's a long road. But and sadly, it's a needle in a haystack. The original person that does become successful for the thousands that are trying to do it, you know, it's yep. harder than ever, I believe. Yeah. In Westville, we have a couple, you know, we have Mark Bernardo is very good. Mark Bernardo. Yeah, 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 you know, he plays up, if, you know, if you ever see him coming down, go down and see him at Perks. He usually, you know, he lives yeah. in the area and, and Perks is kind of like his home base. He's hardworking. He's, he's, he's hard traveling working. all the time from Texas to Washington to Maryland, back to Westerly. He lives solely on his music, plus besides his solo stuff, him and his brother are part of a larger band called the Desperados, and yep. they perform and tour also. Yeah, yep. and they actually they actually open up for the Doobie Brothers on occasion. The Doobie yeah. Brothers, the Marshall Tucker Band, the, oh, the Marshall Tucker Band. I didn't know the Marshall ones. Tucker Band oh, yeah. was still around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, God, they must have a ball. I mean, when things are going good with the music thing, it is fun. Yeah, there's yeah. no yeah, there's no doubt about it. But you know, and again, like Gene says, we know a few. What I call professional ones, which make their whole livelihood. I mean, there's Mark mm-hmm. Bernardo around here, Dan Stevens. He yes, another, he's the other one, right? Full time, full time. Yep. Craig Edwards, another full time right. guy. I'm thinking anybody else off the top of my head? I can't think of anybody off yep. the top. Of my head. There's, there's others, but you know, they're mm-hmm. they're great. And uh, so, Gil, back in the band side, so I do miss. The, the big five-piece bands or the bands with the horn sections. The nightclub bands, yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I, those are something. Right. But, I mean, they're still somewhat around. Still yeah, somewhat around, yeah. They're still somewhat around. All right, so those were the early years. You mm-hmm. know, the and then I will call them the middle years is kind of when I kind of ran into you down at Perks. Yeah. Yep. Back in those... Wheelhouse. That, that's why I remember. Yeah, well, I, Tell us about Wheelhouse. Wheelhouse is. <coughs> well, all How's Miss Amy doing? I'm not sure at the moment. Uh, well, she's got <laughs> uh, yeah. to keep track of it. That's a whole. That's a very cool story. Um, unfortunately, I'd hate to do this on a podcast <laughs> where we're trying to get edification and some good stuff. 
Um, and in a nutshell, a lot of things in a happenstance way crashed in my life. Um, leading up to the, the big uh, recession, the depression we had. So um, <clears throat> I had idle time. Uh, everything changed in the career and what I did most of my life. And I started going downtown and stumbled onto Perks and Corks and started loving the music. I met Dan Stevens there early on, and I would go down. Um, and I met Amy one evening. Um, she was watching me play with somebody and walked by and gave me a slap on the shoulder and I said, you're a funny guy, you know that, in her Alabama voice, because she's from Deep mm. South. Who was this woman? And I saw her watching me. Next time I go, a few times I go back to Perks, she sits next to me and we become friends and we start talking and she never lets on to her prodigious talent. And one night she takes her finger and swirls it around the countertop and says, we could do this. And I go, what's this? You know, do some songs. Oh, and, okay, and she picked me. She wanted me to do this with her. Little did I know, and as you know, she's a force locally. Oh, God. Amazing. I, I call it Joplin reincarnated. Yeah, I she, feel... I, and there's Amy A and there's Amy B. Amy A is the one you kind of, you know, right. talk to at the thing. It's like, well, when she's up on stage and she gets, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. So I feel very blessed. And what happened was... Um, we had no place to really practice because of her living situation. And Brian, the owner of Perks, said, <clears throat> come over here every Wednesday. They had no music then. And we'd go sit in the back on a couple of the couches with my acoustic guitar, and we started doing songs. And over the next few weeks, people started hanging out, bringing their drinks, sitting around us, and we were magnetizing people. It was incredible. And one day, Brian says, you're going to play. And we played. And the way we came up with the name Wheelhouse, <clears throat> I'm a big baseball fan, and as a term, when, you, when something's in the wheelhouse, it's at a sweet spot. Like if a baseball player hits a ball perfectly for a home run, they go, that pitch was right in his wheelhouse. And we found the key to a song, and she was singing it, and I went, wow, Amy, that was amazing. That was right in your wheelhouse. And she goes, there's a name <laughs> for the band, so... And that's how it began. And we started to play there every Tuesday. We met Carl Franklin, who was a friend Carl of Franklin, it, as a super trio. Guy, super guy. Trio. Yep. Yep. And we played for the next six months at Perks and Cooks on a Tuesday night, the deadest night in downtown Wesley, every Tuesday. And it was tribal. We had a following, and they came, and they pa we packed that place every week out onto the sidewalk. And it were crazy nights and people sitting in, and it's one of the most special memories of my life. And I've been told, at least for Perks and Corks, that that really started to <clears throat> catalyze this more active music scene because a lot of these people were coming down to see us every Tuesday in a downtown that was still pretty depressed. Um, and there it took off, and they started adding more music and... So was there? You said there was no. Was there no music at all at Perks before? On a Tuesday night, they they, they, the, they had it maybe like on a Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. So it was so unusual on a Tuesday night, right? And the quality, because she's so good, and then we brought yeah. Colin, and it just um, it exploded. It was unlike anything that I've ever experienced, and it was just wonderful. I mean, Tuesday week. Tuesday night is, you said earlier, Perks is, has live music six nights a week. The night that Tuesday night's the Tuesday. only night they don't. Yeah. yeah, But back then, they only had it on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
that's that's crazy that you yeah uh, and people still talk about it to this day Tuesday, yeah. yeah they they'll run into me and they go remember those wheelhouse tuesdays it was called boy do i miss that it's very mm-hmm. memorable you know Rob Jensen used to stay sit in on occasion. Right? And all kinds of people. Oh, yeah. Rob Jensen, who we'll, I've already talked to, who's going to be on the show. You know, he's going to, he's uh, lives in New York now. He probably the best guitar. No offense, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no Thor. offense, but yeah. Rob Jensen is like the best guitar player <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thor. Thor. Yep. Yeah, Thor. Let's call him. Yeah. Yeah. People, and, people know Thor. Yep, and he's he's super good at guitar. He's super versatile he, he you know he does studio work he lives in new york he's goes jet he's he's yeah. good at all he he's looping he, he's a spectacular looper yeah, yeah. And, it's interesting there's a, there's a slice a generational slice in this community maybe let's think of it like which is another whole story the room full of blues there were these bunch of musicians that i feel that when i got involved with Perks and I got to know the owner and that's how I became the music manager there and running the open mic. I feel there was an entire group of super talent young people that coalesced at the same time, which leads to my successful open mic those years. And there's a whole litany of them with Will Houlihan and Thor Jensen and Glenn Kenzie. And I don't see that right now. As we've talked about that, and that was pretty magical. Yeah. That's so much talent in this little town, this little area, all at the same time, all of the same generation. Yeah. yeah. And still, Wesley. I mean, as far as far as I know, you know, I mean, if you if you just want to go out for, for a night in the town of Wesley, I mean, oh, now it's... I mean, you get you got you got the the Nick Tap Room is really good, you know, mm-hmm. for a small acoustical place. Um, you know, the Malta Barley usually has music. There's, you know, um, Brazen Hen has Brazen it. Brazen Hen has it. Um, the Venice is a little bit off the beaten yeah. path, but they um, have it. CC C- uh, C- O'Brien's, we always think of across the river. It's across still the, our all one downtown. The river. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, yeah. And so, I mean, and again, I remember one time a, someone sort of borrowed and was kind of complaining to me because when other places open up, they're going to have music. And he was, kind of, <laughs> he was kind of worried that it was going to. I said, you know what? What we want is Wesley to be. A destination. It's like yeah. if somebody and, and somebody in New London or Warwick or, or Kingstown just says, "I want to listen to music tonight." They don't have to go looking in the paper to see yeah. or, or where, where they go. It's like I'm just going to go to Wesley. Yeah. I know they're going to. I know there's going to be something there. And every place down there has their own niche. You yeah. know, yes, like right. Barley's craft beer and pretzels, Perks's right. martinis, and right. a different. Even the music, you know, the music yes, at Perks is. is a different feel yes. than anywhere else in town. Right. And um, and when new places open, I mean, you know, Tapped Apple is not yep. not, not <laughs> right. like anything else down Forgot there. Forgot about that. Yep. Um, Brazen is not like anything else right. down there. Yep. So, and if all of a sudden somebody's out there and 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 and, and they you know they they're planning to go to the the mall to Bali and and. And, and, and it looks kind of crowded and, and stuff like that. They'll, they'll just walk down you the know. street and go into Perks. Well, I'll know? tell you, yeah, um, yeah, like, as much as it grew and it was, it was amazing to watch, um, in the past two years, it's taken a quantum leap. It has exploded. Um, I didn't think I would see the level of business in that downtown every Friday and Saturday night like you see now. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible, yeah. So... So let's talk about, and again. I wanted to also mention, Doug, I mean, interrupt, but around that same time, yeah. it was in 2009, 10, that I moved to downtown after I lost yep. my home. 
And that really embedded me downtown. And I became sort of a zealot walking the streets, wanting the music better and more. You know what I mean? And I kind of got spoiled. You know, you would hear me often talk and say, there's not enough support. It could be better. You? And then I would, always, yeah, I would always get kicked back where people would say to me, come to my town, which is three times the size of your town on a Friday or a Saturday or a Thursday. It ain't like this. It ain't yeah. like what's happening in Westerly. So I have to keep reminding myself, you know, really look at it, and it's it's really something. So, And another shout-out for, for Westerly, which we have to give credit for, is Fretz. You know, Fretz, having a music store, yes. I, I, I mean, Fretz is if if you're a, if you're a guitar guy that's not familiar with Wesley, Fretz is a, a small little guitar store. If something's broken in your guitar, he can fix it. He's super yep. good, and uh, and since Wesley is the home of Guild back in, sure, know, about that. in, in the yeah. in the seventies uh, and eighty, you know, yep. whatever the time was. Yes, there are. Hundreds of guilds running around here that are super good. I beautiful I, instruments. Yeah. I have two of them, yep. <laughs> and uh, and they find their way to Fretz. So if you're looking for a Wesley guild, you go to Fretz. You're gonna find one. Yeah, you know, on consignment. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and, and they're great. And they're right-handed. <laughs> right-handed, right handed. Right handed. Right handed ones. No lefties. <laughs> no lefties. That's true. <clears throat> it's true. In fact, I'm gonna go off the. Uh, track for a second just because i'm gonna throw antidotal stories in here here and there so i was living in manchester connecticut for 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 a while and before i moved to wesley and then and that's when i started actually playing guitar i didn't start playing guitar until i was like 30 you know so, which is way late you know but after a while i said I, I think i can do this and and so i was playing in this bluegrass band and i had this acoustic guitar with a uh, nylon strings that my buddy said i can't play that here, I got an old guitar. You can have it, you know. And it was a, it was Guild. I mean, it was a 1972 Guild. And I remember to this day going to the post office and, and I called up Guild and I said, "Yeah, yeah, we could fix it," you know. And setting it and go, wonder where Westerly. I'm sending it to Westerly, Rhode Island. I wonder where Westerly, Rhode Island is because I, you know, I'm setting my guitar mm-hmm. off in the box, you know, and the thing. And then like about a month later, it was done. I was like, I went down and picked it up and. And it was like, ah, oh, this place is kind of neat. And there was yeah. some sort of little weird bar across from from the from the guild. It was like the guy was, oh, you come back in an hour. It's like, all right. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go over there have a beer. What was that place? What was that bar across from the? Guild? It was the weirdest thing. It, it had like one table in it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, but anyways. So, and then all of a sudden, I found myself in Western Rhode Island. Yeah. Stupid story. You can edit that yeah. out, Benefit. <laughs> oh, we don't have to edit it. No. We are probably going to split this into two episodes, though. Now, so this is a good. Uh, this is probably a good ending point okay. for the first episode. So we're going to sure. put a cut in here. Um, this is episode one, and again, as as Ben said, we we went a little longer than we expected, so we'll split it in two. We don't want to make people bored. Um, so Ben, where is people going to be able to find this? Uh, so you can find this um, podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, okay. There's an actual blog page for it um, through Libsyn, which you can find at uh, b440productions.com. And um, and you can find it on uh, on Facebook as well. And we're going to have, I mean, again, this is the first show. We're going to have sponsors. If you're per chance you want to be a sponsor, 
um, get a hold of us through, what would they, again, through any one of those Facebook sites, maybe? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Um, you can send an email to b440productions at gmail.com. That's b440productions at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest, again, send, send, us a, send us a note. We can see what we can do. And I think is that about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye, oh, people. Uh, actually, wait, before we do that. Uh, oh, yes. yeah, what's Gene doing? Yeah, check yeah. out. And, you know, Perks and Corks open mic, first of all, Mondays is every, great. Yeah, every Monday, um, 8.30 to 12. Yeah. No pre-sign-up because it's not, <clears throat> not that crazy that you can't get a chance to play. You just come down and you add your name to the list. And, yeah, you get And to- if, if you want to get a hold of Gene, Gene also does graphic arts. He does posters mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. If you want to get a hold of him for something like yep. that or just a, he does like Bookings. all sorts of covers and bands mm-hmm. and knows a lot of people, how would they get a hold of you? How would they get a hold of me? Um, <clears throat> well, I have an umbrella name for everything I do. My Facebook page, my Facebook business page, uh, Gmail. So it's cosmic, spelled in a funny way. K-O-Z-M-I-K, riffs, R-I-F-F-S, at gmail.com. If you went on to Facebook and you search cosmic riffs, it would come up. My personal page and my cosmic riffs music services page. Yeah, Cosmic riffs. All right, cool beans. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, thank you.